Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. You may have read recently that Pizza Express uh, is getting into a one billion debt CVA rescue rescue package. Uh, And this is the the popular pizza chain that's been around, I think, since the the, the 60s or the 70s. And it it plans to to launch a company voluntary arrangement, a CVA, uh, in in the, well, they say in the near future. This is in a bid to push down rents and clear some of its one billion of, of debt, one billion pounds of debt. Now, this restructuring arrangement, it, it, it will basically save the company from bankruptcy, but could see the closure of at least 15% of its 449 restaurants and see the loss of 1,100 jobs. So what what is a CVA? A CVA is, um, you may have heard of IVAs, Individual Voluntary Arrangements. It's an arrangement whereby you're effectively going into a form of administration and you're, you're able then to put everything on hold and the administrator will then be able to uh, restructure debts. And when you say restructure debts, it either means getting rid of them or uh, saying to, to the creditors, well, you know, we owe you 100 million, but we can't pay it. So we're going to pay you, you know, uh, 20 million or 10 million or 1 million or you know, 50 pounds a week or whatever it is, you, you restructure it. And it also wipes out some debts altogether. It might wipe out a, a, a large amount of tax, for instance. Now, the creditors have to agree to it, but normally they do agree to it because what choice have they got? If, if you go under and the company's wound up, the uh, assets may not cover all of the debts. So it's a way of saving a company from bankruptcy or saving uh, an IVA would be the equivalent of saving an individual from a bankruptcy where you, you just agree to, to, to an arrangement with your your creditors. Now, this is normally declared on forms and, and mortgage forms. Have you entered, ever entered into an arrangement with your creditor uh, and, and so on? Um, and, and they are officially uh, registered. But it, it's still a better way of doing things usually than going completely bankrupt. Unless, of course, you know, you you owe so much money that you could never repay it and you, you may as well just wipe the slate clean. But these things come with a cost. It, it doesn't, um, you know, it, it it always comes with a cost. There's no such thing as a free lunch, as they say. So this is what Pizza Express and other companies are doing at the moment. They, they've got uh, chains of shops and restaurants and bars, for instance, and, and they're paying X amount of rent. And now that... Uh, Takings have gone down. You know, half the year has been wiped out. Uh, they're, they're operating on uh, lower occupancy rates uh, and, and so on. So that they expect their income to go down. So as Peter Express is saying to their landlords, well, you know, we're earning less, so we're going to have to pay you less. And, you know, basically take it or leave it. And, and most of the landlords are saying, well, OK, we'll, we'll take it. What else can they do? They have to bite the bullet and accept the lower rent or possibly sit on an empty property. Now, in a, in a case near near me, uh, the landlord refused. They, they, they refused Debenhams 
uh, request for a lower rent and Debenhams would close the doors, shut the doors and the property's empty. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. it was a popular store in this this shopping centre and it's only been there a couple of years. Well, maybe three, three or four years, maybe maximum. And it's a really nice store. I used to go in there for coffee and uh, sit up on the first floor. It was a great place and buy lots of stuff there. Um, but for some reason, the landlord decided, no, we don't want you. Now, how is that landlord going to get that shop refilled? There's already another shop closed down and, and several there are on the brink of, of closing their doors. So, and we've also seen uh, a very large retail landlord into effectively going to administration because a lot of their, their store tenants can't afford to pay or they've shut shut the doors. And and these are companies that own massive um shopping malls that you know where you can walk around all day and and get lost is that kind of thing hundreds of stores in uh, like, like the one in Watford for instance mad place um and you know they're in trouble now so and I think we're going to see more of landlords uh get into trouble particularly the ones that are in a lot of debt uh now I, I'm hearing similar stories in other countries actually I'm hearing similar stories in Asia where you know businesses want to sell stuff for like 20 20 cents on the dollar um and and it, it, it's going to spread there's going to be a lot of a lot of problems and uh you know a lot of countries of course don't have any safety net whatsoever and and some of these temporary furlough schemes like the one in the uk and in america when america was paying people 600 a week that that will come to an end soon i think then the stuff is really going to to hit the fan and like some of these companies like like pizza express and, and other companies um, I, I expect a lot of individual tenants to be unable to pay their rent. They've had a bit of a holiday at the moment and, and landlords can't evict them. And borrowers with mortgages have had a, a kind of a holiday as well, a mortgage holiday in the UK and in America. But that's got to come to an end. And I think when it does, a lot of people are not going to, going to be able to keep up payments on their mortgage or pay their rent. This will lead to millions of bank repossessions, uh, people losing their homes, and, and years of untold misery and poverty, uh, because I think we, we are in for uh, a long recession or even a depression. Now, banks are already seeing this ahead. They're, they're looking ahead and they, they've already set aside billions for expected bad debts. Uh, HSBC, for instance, recently announced 35,000 job losses, and it said that it has set aside 13 billion for bad debts that means on their books they it, it doesn't mean they've written off the debts but they've set aside money to cover uh, bad loans which, which they have to do as a public company um, in, in other words they're expecting that 13 billion pounds of, of of loans will not be repaid in some way or another and we've seen this with countries you know we've seen this with Argentina are restructuring you know billions of pounds of of debt lent to them in the form of bonds by by banks and other countries so even countries are going bankrupt because effectively that's what argentina is and you know a lot of latin america had had in recent years see, seen a boom you know chile um oil rich venezuela bankrupt uh you know countries like brazil was were expected to be you know overtaking britain and being in the you know the, the top five economies in 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 the world i think they were called the the brics uh, brazil india china uh, and uh, some other country anyway but all these countries were were expected to be the next big thing if you like and this this coronavirus uh 
pandemic and, and subsequent recession has wiped out years and years of growth in, in countries, maybe five years of growth. And it's and, and it's also seen uh, something like 70 million people who were taken out of poverty, maybe going back into poverty because there's just nothing in the country. You see documentaries of people just uh, literally starving, literally begging uh, because there's nothing there. And uh, that that that's, you know, we think things are bad in the UK, but think about those people that are really just down to, to zero and, and nothing. Um, and, and I think that we, we're, you know, whoever, whatever situation you are in at the moment in, in this country, you know, you might be comfortable at the moment. That's great. Um, but I think people around you or maybe your family uh, are going to be affected. And very few people in this pandemic recession are, are going to get out of jail uh, or going to will be holding the old get out of jail card and, and not be affected by this. Now, you may be saying, OK, Peter Express can't pay the rent. The landlords have to take a hit. Well, so what? Um, but you know, many of these land, many of these shopping malls um, and retail parks and offices in, in the city centres are actually owned by pension funds, like like Legal in General. Uh, I worked for them one, many years ago, um, and and they will be hit directly because the pension funds are are investing money on behalf of pension policy holders. You know, millions of pension policy holders put their money to companies like Legal and General, and they invest it into to, to commercial real estate property. And they're considered to be a safe bet. You know, if you put your money into blue chip uh, retail uh, real estate and you've got a blue chip tenant like Pizza Express or like Debenhams, you think that these people are rock solid, then that's considered to be a really good covenant and banks will lend you money on that. They'll certainly lend you more money on that deal than they will on you know, you, you've got a tenant, you know, Joe Bloggs startup ice cream shop. You know, th th there's a big difference it, with, with commercial real estate. It's not just the, the, the value of the bricks and mortar. It's the it's the strength of the tenant. It's the strength of the covenant that, that counts. And, you know, if you're if, if you're a pension fund and you, you own all this property and you've got good tenants in there, high street retail tenants and and uh, chains of restaurants with 500 branches, you would consider that to be a blue chip kind of tenant and that that money would be safe. And rents have gone up and up and up for, for years and years and years, for decades and decades, rents have always gone up. You know, after, you know, there's usually a, uh, you, you sign a long lease and there's called there's things called rent reviews. Now, I, I don't know any rent reviews that have resulted in a rent reduction, you know, where they come back to the, you know, the pension fund comes back to the, the, the tenant and says, well, we're going to review your rent. We think we'll, we'll charge you less. No, they always charge more. And this is the first time we're seeing wholesale rents going down across the board. And, and it's a big deal. Um, and, and we're going to see repercussions with this because pension fund holders, pension policy holders will be affected. The value of their pension fund will, will be affected. The future growth will certainly be affected, definitely be affected. Um, people in retirement could be affected by by a drop in in the pension funds, particularly if you know you you see uh, commercial property going down and uh, share prices at the same time. And don't forget that the pension fund uh, themselves also invest in shares in companies like Land Securities. Land Securities is one of the biggest uh, landlords of of uh, blue chip prime property, prime real estate. You know, in city centres and. Uh, you know, massive developments, 
land securities and legal and often work together and that they are you know, they've got some really good developments but if we're going to see empty properties and empty offices then it will affect everybody it, it will certainly affect anybody with a with a with insurance policy with growth uh with with investment trusts where, where they're invested in property unit trusts uh and uh obviously people in in individual pensions or company pensions it will affect things it could affect people who are in these work-based pension schemes that are in uh, managed funds now managed fund is usually made up of things like shares equities bonds and uh, a bit of commercial property uh, and, and so it will have an effect and you know we're going to see a, a bit of a bloodbath out there i, I think um because there's there's going to be empty retail units but also empty offices where companies are just going to say well look, we'll just let people work from home in fact this month in in the uk you know a lot of workers should have gone back to work in offices and and the government and boris johnson saying go back to work you know use the use the city centers city centers are going to die and and they're not the companies saying well we don't want you back in the office it's too much hassle uh, maybe we can work out work a different way in the future where people can work at home maybe four or five four days a week coming once a week it may mean they won't need so much office space and, and that's what i think is going to happen yes there will be opportunities to redevelop offices to to turn them into residential you know, but it's only so f- so far that can go you still need work you need uh, people in jobs you need people uh producing stuff and and uh, making things and you know producing wealth you, you can't just turn the whole country into one big bloody suburb of of luxury flats it's, it's, it's just ridiculous so we we shall have to see but definitely uh, pension funds are going to be affected and if there is a, also a, a, a stock market drop again which many people are predicting that uh, sometime in august september if not next year we're going to see a, a, a big correction in the, in the stock market again as things hit uh, the, the economy like the end of the furlough scheme higher unemployment um you know more company bankruptcies you know job losses going left right and center i think we are going to see another stock market fall correction crash whatever you want to call it uh, and then maybe a property downturn as well property in in terms of residential property has been going up recently because there's been a bit of a um a mini boom with the stamp duty holiday and and of course pent up demand and 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 there's not much available on the market to buy people are just holding back so property has been doing quite well recently but i don't expect that to last really because the fundamentals of the economy are not there to support it the fundamentals say that the country is in recession the fundamentals say that um you know things are not going well so so how on earth can you um really say that the market the stock market should go up and property prices should go up because the fundamentals are not there so i i i expect more bad news to come and definitely uh, my my view is that i i think the stock market will will, will see another drop uh, as it did in march and and then property will, will follow and and remember that the, the the rise in the stock market uh is mainly the, the the, the Nasdaq is mainly the, uh, the the type of shares in companies like uh, Amazon, Facebook, you know, the Fangs, the Apples, and that sort of thing, and and Googles, um, 
and and other other markets, small caps, FT two fifty index, and the FTSE itself has not done that that well. It's bounced back a little bit, but the FTSE is around six thousand. It was six thousand years and years ago, uh, and you know in the stock market itself, we're not seeing so many IPOs in initial public offerings. So we're seeing less innovation. We're seeing less new companies come to the market. Uh, so think things have, have have kind of been slowing down. And don't forget this this coronavirus has just been like a catalyst to 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 change things faster. That that we're already changing. Uh, we were, we were already seeing year on year a growth in online uh, retailing. People buying more stuff online. Less use of shops. We was we were seeing. Uh, more technology coming in to, to, to work and, and people being able to sort of, you know, work from home a little bit, but not not like it is now. Uh, so th- this has been, uh, I, I think this has been coming for a while and we've seen overvaluations in the stock market and in, and in property. So, all right, this is not great news, I know, but we've got to try and say that, you know, look look for some positive in this and say that out of every recession and depression out of every crisis comes uh, opportunity. It could be an opportunity for you to, to change career, maybe get into online trading, maybe to, to get into property. If you want to learn how to get into property, maybe you want to learn how to uh, convert smaller offices into residential. Uh, it's become very profitable and it's very easy now with the planning laws. They are going to relax some more of the planning laws this year. So there'll be opportunities. There'll be opportunities to buy property and assets and shares at lower prices if you if you can hold on to your cash. Uh, so there will be opportunities out there, and you've just got to look for them. You've just got to be ready for them, and you've got to train for them. You've got to learn new skills, and and that that will be a key key thing. But definitely, um, it's going to be tough out there. That that's the way I see it. I've lived through recessions before, and you know once. Um, yeah, once something triggers a recession, and I've been talking about this for the last couple of years, I said that a recession is coming and something will trigger it. And, and obviously this pandemic has been, the, you know, not just a trigger of the bullet, it's been like a cannon ball, isn't it? Uh, a nuclear weapon. Uh, and, and this has really driven the whole world into recession, not just one or two countries. And it, it only takes something like this. And, and once it's triggered and it's like a domino effect, one thing goes down and that knocks another thing down, uh, you know, people start losing their jobs. They they spend less. They hold on to money. That then uh, creates more of a recession because GDP goes down. People stop spending money, so uh, companies stop producing stuff, and shops have to close down. That then causes more unemployment and less spending again. So it it really takes something to to break the cycle of of a recession to to break it. Uh, like like they did in the 30s, where the government went on a massive spending spree for infrastructure but it but in the 30s they, they did other things they changed the tax laws they they uh took control of gold uh they took they took the dollar off of the gold the, uh, linked to gold and th- there were lots of other things that went on then that were not actually that popular uh and and now the government is trying to stimulate the economy with with billions possibly 300 billion this year obviously that's got to be paid back in some way and obviously the the, the money in your pocket and the spending power of your money in your pocket will be devalued because there'll be more money floating around, more paper money, more fiat currency. So that that's that's uh, that that's the scene I, I can set for the for the foreseeable future. 
And and I think what we've got to do is what I would I I, I will be doing is is tightening my belt, uh, like like the, these companies are like banks. That's what they're doing. They're tightening their belt. They're they're cutting back on their liabilities, their staff, their costs, and setting aside money for bad debts so that they can survive it. This is what. Uh, um, Peter Express are doing. They're saying that th- these this this action will save eight thousand jobs and save the company, uh, rather than letting the whole thing crumble. Obviously, they've got huge debts, one billion. That's probably been uh, accumulated by a buyout of of Peter Express using debt, and th- this use of debt has is is going to cause a lot of problems in corporate UK and corporate America. This is where you can buy out a company. On, on a kind of leverage basis where you use the debt secured against the shares of the company to, to buy the business. And uh, I think there's a lot of businesses overblown with debt that, that could be uh, nearing the end of the road with, with this recession going on. But as I say, tighten your belts, keep hold of your cash, try and get rid of as much debt as you can, particularly credit card debt uh, and, and expensive debt. Obviously, we can't just go and pay our mortgages off but we can get rid of uh, the consumer debt and stop spending on credit cards. And then, then you can be leaner and fitter for, for, for whatever's coming your, your way. So thanks for listening. If you're interested in getting into property and learning maybe how to, uh, to, to deal with commercial conversions and buy property using other people's money and not using your own money, but being able to work uh, with other people's money and find deals for people, then drop me a line, charles at charleskelly.net or connect with me on, on Facebook or LinkedIn, charles at charleskelly.net. Thanks for listening. And sorry, it hasn't been great news today, but what can I say? That There is a lot of bad news coming out every day. We, we just look in the paper and, and there is bad news. But, you know, these things, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. These things do come to an end. Uh, but when it will happen, I, I can't tell you. So thanks for listening. Drop me a line, charles at charleskelly.net if you're interested in getting into property. Thanks very much and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 